filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Oh yeah, ladies and gents, third time's a charm, but it's not going to be the last one of these. Kitchen Quarantine is back, day 28 in quarantine on the West Coast, in the Subaru sound booth. Jeremy Johnson joins us for Man Cook Good. How are you, sir? I am doing pretty good today. Um, we're just, you know, we're starting to catch our rhythm, and um, you know, it ebbs and flows. This is the rhythm of the night. You know, this is the rhythm of the night, and uh, it's a beautiful afternoon, evening here, and it's nighttime there, and the rhythm is with us all. The rhythm is going to get you, Gloria Stefan. Okay, so I am, I am disappointed in your, your your new production standards where you run the uh, theme song off air and edit it in. Though I mean, that was always part of my hype my <laughs> hype process. You know, it's funny. Fired up you know, it's funny. The filibuster freestyle intro. I will do this for you right now um, because we literally have a real life crack research team in the studio. Is that what you're doing? Are you owning that? No, what? Oh, Cindy, could you go on to the SoundCloud feed and find uh, the Filibuster Freestyle outro song at some point? And we'll just do a lot, our intro song, and we'll just do a live intro right whenever she finds it, JJ. I don't give a damn. Well, that's great. There are no rules. There are no are rules gonna, just are we right. Are stall and start the podcast over, or is this it? Oh, no, this is it. We're going to do a midstream. Oh. We got it? Let me, let me see this. I don't have SoundCloud. You don't this need, is terrible. You don't need SoundCloud. All right, Jeremy, here's what we're going to a freestyle. <laughs> this is going off the rails. No, we're totally fine. One, we can edit it, even though you were lamenting my ability to edit in a minute ago, Jeremy. Number two, more importantly, back in the day when we first started the show, in addition to doing a live intro where we talked over it, we did Rancher Blue Cheese with the guests. And you put out on a po- several polls today on Instagram, Man Cook Good on Instagram. And one of your questions was, Blue Cheese versus Ranch from the listening base. So while I search for this song, why don't we do a little tasty preamble, some chicken wing preamble. How did the Blue Cheese versus Ranch questionnaire shake out? The results are in, and I don't know what I was expecting, but they seem to be even tighter than I guess I would have. Really? Uh, 22 went Blue Cheese, although many were very enthusiastic Blue Cheeses. Um, So maybe that counts for more. Mm. And we had 16 votes for ranch. Ooh, that's close. But one stipulated uh, homemade ranch only. So I would like to normally cast my vote as blue cheese. You're blue cheese. Blue cheese, okay. I'm a million. Well, you know, blue cheese can be done really well or really poorly. Yes. And um, ranch is kind of like a standardized uh, commodity. So... I think that there's an unevenness uh, nationwide in blue cheese dressing quality. That's fair. And ranch dressing is standard. I mean, it is like, you know, even the Hidden Valley versus the Shaw's brand or the, Ken's. the Ralph's brand, they all taste the same. I agree with you. That being said, in my opinion, it is like a, like a, like a, medium, a mediumly good pizza. It is really tough for, to screw up blue cheese for me because you're usually using it for wings anyway. And as long as the wings are half passable and the blue cheese is half passable, the meal's fine. And so I'm blue cheese all the way. JJ, what are you? I'm not mad at ranch, but Me neither. I'm blue cheese because it's it's I mean it's peanut butter and jelly. Like that's the mamas and the papas. This is like <laughs> what 
This is there's a reason why some of these foods that have become famous in our life, when you have it done properly, you really realize like this is why this is a worldwide phenomenon. A, a good cob salad, a, oh, a, you know, a yeah. club sandwich, a properly made um, buffalo wing with blue cheese tip. Uh, I think better. there's there's nothing that can uh, top that. Nothing that can. Well, top I'll it. never you know send the ranch back. And, no, I will do ranch, and if someone screws it up, like if they say ranch or blue cheese, and they give me, you know, the ranch, I'm not going to, like, send it back. I might also ask for some blue cheese, but I'll find a way to use the ranch. Yeah, even just take a shot of it. So I got a little secret for you, buddy. Oh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, live from the car, it's Jeremy Johnson on the woo, filibuster freestyle. There it is, baby. That was amazing. See, that's the old way. So that's how Before I used to do it. you big time this with your computer. Right. Back when I literally did it all off of just literally an iPhone like 4. Anyway, um, maybe, a four right. maybe a 4S, maybe a 5C. Who gives a goddamn? Swearing on the podcast for the first time in a long time. But anyway, that's, that's how I used to do it, folks. So if you want to go back in the archives, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, list goes on. Found that one on Apple Podcasts. Hey, Cindy, you like the outro, right? I do. Before we go, why don't you, like later tonight... Keep the space, and we'll we'll leave the, we'll leave with the outro tonight. The actual outro is that also. Uh, it was right after that attainable one. Attainable on this. It's right next to okay, it. Okay, great, I got it. This is what spouses do during quarantine. They they bicker on the air with a friend three thousand miles away. So speaking of chicken wings, <laughs> Jeremy, you've hipped me to a little thing called. There are way too many chicken wings in the United States because March Madness was canceled. So we talked about ranch and blue cheese. What are people going right. to do with all these gosh darn chicken wings? Well, the, the exactly the supply and demand chain is all out of whack because they well, they harvested millions of chicken wings to send to restaurants and bars and people's homes for March Madness right. festivities, and um, they're all sent in freezers all around the world. So they are now going to be a lot cheaper, and we can't be going to bars right now. It's uh, also illegal and also irresponsible, but you can make your own buffalo wing sauce and it's shockingly simple mm. i've made it and it's like first of all when you have it you're like oh wow it's a lot of butter and um <laughs> and you eat it and you're like wow this is really delicious it's almost um it's almost equal parts frank's red hot sauce mm. and melted butter just down the middle almost almost like a little bit more i'd say like you know, two thirds of a cup of hot sauce to like a half a cup of butter. Ooh, okay. So like a, s- and that's that's it. I mean, you could put in like Worcestershire sauce. You could put in some vinegar. You could put in some cayenne. You could put in garlic powder. You could put in things like that, salt. Um, but if like I've made it with just butter and Frank's Red Hot, and I think I even did fifty fifty when I did it, and it was like. You're like, oh wow, we're in Buffalo. This is <laughs> this is what this is why people line up for this stuff. So the secret is really the butter. Fair. It's kind of always the secret. Um, yeah, it's fair. <laughs> well, except for when uh, you know, like some of the stuff you put up there, it's like salt, garlic, and thyme, not the spice, but like you know, right, right. minutes and seconds. So. You know, you know how hard it is for me to avoid a time uh, pun in that uh, that type of situation. In, in this particular situation, you might have one of the hardest Instagram jobs in the world. 
because so many of your things are about you know giving it time and man you can just, you can just do a little double entendre there a little misspell and bing bang boom um so listener feedback jj the good news about today and, I, and again I, I can't stress this enough to the listeners Go to at man cook good on Instagram, and JJ's been putting up questions. He's been putting up ideas. He's been soliciting recipes, all kinds of fun stuff. So we've got a lot of interactive listener feedback that we can do here on Kitchen Confidential Part 3. So what's some of the feedback we've gotten uh, today, last couple of days, as you've been so- soliciting, I guess, comments and thoughts from, the, from, the, from your viewer base? Yeah, um, you know, I was asking people, like, uh, what they have too much of, what they can't find. Um, and the consensus is there's no yeast anywhere. There's very little flour anywhere mm. out there. Yeast um, I, I got a report from uh, the North Valley in Southern California that she can't find distilled water for her kids' humidifiers. Oh, that's bad. Um, got a woman in Wisconsin who can't find kosher salt anywhere. Um got a woman in uh, Texas who uh, can't find bread in the grocery stores. And they've been on uh, social distancing for uh, more than two weeks now. So that actually resolved itself pretty quick here. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's more bakeries here. but So there's still shortages out there. But um, the supply chain is refilling everything but basically toilet paper and yeast. Well, so to be and, honest, those are two things that I need little and less. So Right. Right. Um, but like you go to, you know, I went to the grocery store the other day and it was a bountiful harvest food everywhere. They had, um, restocked all the shelves and then there was a big empty shelf for the toilet paper normally lives. Yeah. And the baking section was pretty pilfered because everybody's nesting and making bread and cupcakes. And yeah. All that good stuff. But that's some good feedback. And you got Wisconsin in there, you got California in there, you got Texas in there. I mean, all around oh, the Massachusetts, country. Massachusetts, we got, we got all around the country. You know, because again, we're all having this shared experience together, which I think is the the wildest part of this. Is every time I think, and including myself, you know, you get a little down, or you get a little, you know, you're in a rut. You're like, well, literally everybody in the world is responsible for doing the exact same thing, yeah, or they have all, a dangerous job all, and they're essential. We're all alone in this together, you know. Hashtag no doubt. Um, okay, this is the, probably the most fun part of the show. I think is. Let's do some some box and canned food hacks, some pantry, raid the pantry hacks, recipes out of a can, if you will. Um, were you also soliciting these as well as you're suggesting some of your own? Or I it- did. I solicited, and I I have got uh, quite a few responses, and, and they're, they're actually some of them are really good. And one of them is uh, I'm going to be trying very soon. So. Um, I got one from front of the pod, Dan Mattioli, DMatty84. By the way, um, followed us today on Instagram. He must be he must be ready and willing and able to boom. participate in kitchen. He's time. ready. He's, he's answering the call. Thank um, you, Dan. He does a homemade mac and cheese, mm. and then he takes a can of spicy chili and dumps it in and mixes all up. Oh, that sounds very north northern. I'm not mad at that. that no, is no, it's actually great. a really good idea. Um, it's a very hearty meal. Got, um, underscore henna to stay on the um, to stay on the mac and cheese tip. White cheddar mac and cheese with ro- a bunch of roasted veggies mixed in. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a. I mean, that's a nice mix of the creamy and the starchy, and then you get the the char from the roasted veggies, and then it's you know it's vegetables, so it's it's 
there's an expectation of health and um it's a nice contrast i think very nice i do something i do something i call toddler carbonara um toddler you know, carbonara nice you know carbonara is, is basically bacon uh spaghetti uh, Pecorino Romano cheese, and then you mix in, you temper in an egg, so that it's just that becomes, you know. Um, when you do it with uh, the toddler style, you make mac and cheese. Oh, and there's peas in carbonara too. Mac and cheese, heat up some frozen peas, and uh, you know, flash some ham in a in a skillet, so it just starts to curl up a little bit on the edges, and chop that up. And if it's a toddler, you put it in three separate piles because they can't food can't touch but if you're an adult you put in a, a big bowl and you eat it and it's lovely oh so it works for kids it works for adults and ladies and gentlemen we just stumbled into fake band name of the week toddler cabanera yeah <laughs> uh a detroit dump truck reminded me of a great dish that i made um this fall and winter for a couple of potlucks i went to uh jiffy mix corn souffle um, basically you take canned corn and you mix it with cornbread mix and butter and then your choice of other ingredients. You could just stop with a couple eggs, some butter, a couple cans of corn and a jiffy mix and you bake it and it becomes a sweet, delicious textured thing. That it's nice. cheating. I mean, it is cheating. And you bring it, you bring it to like Thanksgiving or your friends giving or something and like, you can jazz it up with more cheese on the top so you get better browning. I use cottage cheese in it to give it more body and not, you know, like instead of like just sour cream or something. I've used those green, you know, the little can, the mini can of the chopped up diced green chilies. Oh, yeah. That is in like every ethnic supermarket aisle. Yeah. Um, you take one of those, you mix it in so you get some little dots of like a southwestern heat thing going on. But um, Jiffy Mix Corn Souffle. Google it. Look it up. You could go to the the canned and you know canned food aisle in your grocery store, or even maybe even your own house, and have that thing on the table in an hour. It's delicious. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, okay, so funny replies. You've gotten some of those as well, correct? Yeah, uh, I was asking people um, what they were going to do with um, things that they had too much of. Yes, and, um, and maybe asking, seeing if they had any questions for it. And uh, Galaxy 51 says so she's going to throw cans of beans at her spouse's head. Mm. And she's wondering how to make uh, buffet-style meals for three picky eaters. So things are getting a little tense over there in uh, Galaxy 51's house. And, um, it's a galaxy far, far away, but I mean, I'm here, I can I'm here relate. For you, you I can know? relate, I'm Galaxy 51. By the way, props to the other 50 people before her who were like, I want to be Galaxy something. Right, but I doubt that's like, you know, maybe like, not their real name, you know. Oh, agreed. Right. Um, a Detroit dump truck uh, uses name. his canned beans, um, his canned beans to uh, reach higher shelves. He steps on them. Uh, so Dan's short, or Detroit I, dump truck's short. But, and by the way, going back to, you said Dan, uh, Dan Mattioli, how is he holding up with all these Mookie Betts departing and Tom Brady departing? He's a big Boston sports fan. I just want to make sure he's okay. Yeah, I think he's okay, you know, um, it's a little, uh, these are volatile times, so um, he's taking a lot of root on Facebook, and, um, you know, people have been waiting for 20 years to, to pile on, and, um, 
you know, we've talked about this. You just look them right in the eyes and you laugh in their bleeping faces. That's right. All right, so I want to try a little something here. I want to see if I can motivate. We're going to see who goes, who's going to leave the couch here. I'm either going to go and look in the pantry or Cindy is, and we're, going to, and we're actually going to prove that Cindy can be heard off of mic, <laughs> away from the mic. And maybe she'll shout out a few things from our pantry or whatever, and you can maybe give us some ideas what we can do with ours. Is that fair? Yeah, sure. Let's try it. Cindy, do you mind? Sure. Oh, nice. <laughs> Cindy just held up a number one finger at me. It was great. She oh, told, that's great. She told me I'm number one. <laughs> that's amazing. But it was funny because the outside of her finger was pointed at me. I, I, I don't know if she knows how to give the number one sign correctly, but... We appreciate the sentiments, but this is great having a crack research team live right in the same house as you, you know? Um, yeah, you should probably work on her title. Um, but, uh, well, I will say that, 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 for that, for I'll, that endorse her, I'll endorse her on LinkedIn for her research. Yeah, for that one year when she was chief finance officer, that was really perfect. And, yeah, yeah. and, and then now we're just like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, we're having fun with it, you know, doing a little Prince thing, the artist formerly known as. Chief Finance sure. Officer Cindy Harrington. But she is literally at the moment rummaging through uh, the, the pantry, the lazy Susan, if you will, as well. She's got a couple things on the counter already. Let's get like one more ingredient. Let me ask you this. Do you have onion, garlic, salt, oil, like a yes. reasonably equipped spice drawer? Or yes. Whatever? We've all okay. that. She's holding it all in her hand. We've got Prince Orzo. Orzo, what is that? Yeah. What kind of sauce is that? What's that thing next to it? Oh, that's just baking soda. Oh, that's just baking soda. Don't sweat that unless you're OT Genesis. Coconut milk, we got apple cider All right, well, Cindy, why don't you pull out a spice from the spice rack, and then we'll see what Jeremy can do. By the way, do you have any canned beans? Do you have garbanzo beans? Do we? No. We do not. Okay. <laughs> that throws up. Uh, ruins. Show's ruined. Cancel the pod. <laughs> do you have any frozen peas? Do you have potatoes? Yes. Yeah. Peas, yes. We got peas, right, pasta, so, let's go. Garlic, so you saw, onion. Saute an onion. Um, saute an onion, throw in some garlic. Um, while you while it's filled with oil and still uh, well hydrated, uh, mix in a healthy amount of curry powder. We got that. When the onions are tender, uh, put in like a small can of tomatoes. Put in some uh, sweet potato. Put in some peas, frozen peas or canned peas. And uh, pour in some of that coconut milk. Boom. Nice. Put like two splashes of uh, cayenne pepper, if you like just a little bit of heat. Oh, and I do. And serve it over rice. Bang. And so here's the thing, ladies and gents, and you know we didn't plan it, because my Cindy literally gave me another number one finger on the way back to the couch. Cindy literally just rummaged through our drawers, draw, drawers here in Boston, and uh, Jeremy made up a meal for us in, in his sound booth at his house, 3,000 miles away. If he can do that, you should probably follow him on Instagram, at mancookgood, and go ahead and follow us at the podcast, at filibuster freestyle. JJ, we can probably save recipes for next week because I feel like we've got some sizzling content here already, but before we go, I do want to say, and we mentioned this in the pre-show, that you have noticed that Cindy and I are doing the 30-day song challenge on Instagram. Um, we, we're, we've got it on our Instagrams. We were, we're, I'm down two to one. We've got one of her friends, um, Allison Bell Chirundolo, ABC, is the judge. I might need more judges to swing it in my favor. I'm down two to one. But 
Um, tomorrow, JJ, is songs that you want to play to forget somebody in your life. Is that basically right, Cindy? Um, something like that? Something of that nature, yeah. JJ, can you think of any songs for you that, that you would want to play to remind you or to help? A song that reminds you of someone you'd rather forget. A song that reminds you of someone you'd rather forget. Any, basically a breakup song. A breakup song. You got any good ones for us, JJ? Uh, well, I mean, you got to go with the Boys to Men classic, uh, the, end of the, the End of the Road. Ooh, yeah. I listen to that every day. You know, it's part of my daily routine. That's awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm not even mad, I'm impressed. I respect the hell out of that. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know, like, uh... There's a part of that song where... The guy in the background just like singing, I'll make love and yeah. hold you tight. <laughs> and like he, he just hits that like four times in a row. And I'm like, that's the part of the song I'm here for. Because that guy's the guy that's getting it done. He's the special sauce. Voice of Man was great. The whole Motown Philly movement uh, was, was fantastic. Uh, ABC, BBD, Voice to Man. I've done two Baylor. podcasts. I've done two awesome. podcasts today. And somebody on each podcast literally said ABC, BBD, Boys to Men. Yes. Neighbors, uh, one of my neighbor's best friends is Aisha. And every time I walk by her, I'm singing Aisha from ABC. And she doesn't know the song. Like, I, if she's young, you know, it just it, it makes my heart uh, break. Because when I was, you know, like 13 or whatever, that song was the hottest thing out there. It was super hot. And by the way, I want yeah. you to know that on the, on the pod uh, yesterday, I shouted out one of our favorite now defunct watering holes in Worcester, Mass. And I use the term watering hole loosely. Scarlett O'Harris, Main Street, Worcester, Mass, right, adjacent to the Clark University campus. And I mentioned how when I used to live above it in the morning, the owner would come in and clean and play Mambo Number no. 5 to start his day every day. And so that's why oh, I picked number. It was the worst, and that's why I picked Lou Vegas number five. Number number five yesterday, or two days ago, whenever the hell it was, yes. for my um, for my my song starting or, or ending with a number. So, good times there. But you remember Scarlett, uh, obviously. I, I do. You know, um, I do. Yeah, not not a great bar, but uh, really good at letting underage people drink. So I appreciated that. Yeah, it's one of those things where as you get older, you. That scares the heck out of you, but when you're 20 or 19, you're like, this place is really great. Yeah. This is the best. And it's, it's, it's not the best. It's literally a crime. <laughs> Wait, uh, Cindy, I know, but, but I think you need to get that song ready. I want, I want to have an outro, but I actually don't want to end with the outro. I want to play the outro, and then I want to see what, our first, what if anything comes up after we play the outro. JJ, are you down to play that game before we go? Yeah, yeah. And by the way, ladies and gents, next week we are going to be back for Kitchen Quarantine Part 4 because we ain't going nowhere, and that's a good thing right now, a very good thing. But, JJ, on a scale of 1 to obnoxious, where would you rate what I'm about to play for you, just in case you don't remember how great it is? Wait for it. <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> oh, it's terrible.
terrible. Uh, I love it. I love it, but I do feel like I've been violated in my ears. My AirPods definitely projected that deeper into my brain. Oh, your pods in right now? Yeah, you're going to be dreaming about that song all night. You're going to be dreaming about that until 7 in the morning. Oh, man, that would be great. I'd love to sleep till 7. I'm I'm, I'm right there with you. I love it. I think, uh, you know, part of your strength is your camp, you know? Embrace it. Absolutely. I mean, listen, just because I can use GarageBand doesn't mean, you know, I'm great at it. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know. It's pretty good. Yeah, you know, but, you know, and the funny funny thing is, I have no idea how I even pulled that song off that day. Right, yeah, that's the thing with GarageBand. Um, Every time I do something that's kind of cool, somebody could put a gun to my head and say, all right, recreate that. And I'm like, I I don't know how I did it. And like, It's 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 an original work of art. I mean, it'll it'll never be uh, duplicated. Right, exactly. But but that's what we got to do. But no, so so here's what we'll do. Now that we've got a crack research team actually in studio... Because again, ladies and gents, spoiler alert, there never was a crack research team. <laughs> it was just me. Hello. <laughs> but anyway, now that we've got one, maybe we'll start playing it live again. And, you know, we'll do it live, Bill O'Reilly style. And, um, you know, shout out to the O'Reilly Factor. Thank God you're not on anymore. Terrible exactly. man. Exactly. Crickets. <laughs> everybody, everybody afraid to touch that hot potato. Just, I mean, where do you even start with Bill? Everybody's just like, really? No, we can't do this right now. <laughs> so, do us all a favor. Re- record the co- I mean, record it if you want. Follow the pod, rate the pod, review the pod, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc. Filibusterfreestyle.com, at filibusterfreestyle. And, and by the way, look out for Jeremy on, on at mancookgood on, on the Instagram, because guess what? Next week, he's going to be asking questions again for next week's pod. And if you want to have your stuff read over the air, like Galaxy 51 and Detroit Dump Truck and our guy Dan Mattioli, then, like, you know, let at Man Cook Good know. Is that fair to say, everybody? Yeah, bring it. Bring it. Hey, it was, I missed it. Uh, who's listening this week? Did you already do that before me? Am I duplicating content? You're not duplicating content. Uh, off the top of my head, though, I, I do have a couple I can re- recite. So... The most unique place was the capital of the country, formerly known as uh, Swaziland, or Swaziland, which is down by South Africa there. It's now called Eswatini, and the capital is Umbane, Umbabe. This is off the top of your head. Correct. I'm not not looking this up. And so that's the first time we've ever had that country check in. Um, again, it is almost completely surrounded by South Africa, except for the Northeast, where it is surrounded by Mozambique. Thanks for listening. Uh, Switzerland, you know, the neutral country in Europe. Also, listen, good chocolate, good army knives, um, you know, great, great bank accounts. They listen. Uh, Spain, France, Iberian Peninsula in the house, as always. Um, a little Portugal action. Some, uh, you know, heavy North Carolina action, heavy Eastern Mass action, uh, and also um, not not so much Southern California, but we had some big Mountain View stuff. So either the folks at Google or somebody trying to be Google listening as well. And uh, as always, we appreciate it. No Moscow, but now that I've said Moscow on this pod, somebody from Moscow will probably listen next week. So that's cool. And uh, you know, that's about that's about what we got right now, JJ. Just say hey to our, our Russian intelligence officers and. Uh... Nostrovia, Dasvidania, and, uh, you know, subscribe to Man Cook Good while you're at it over there. 
It's fair. Yeah, guy. <laughs> so anyway, JJ, stick around for a minute. We'll catch up. I hope you continue to stay safe and healthy and sane. And thank you for hitting us up with the food knowledge as always. And hopefully we'll do it again next week if it sounds good to you. Yeah, guy. Beautiful. We are out of here. Sorry, guys. We had a bonus question from Jeremy. Jeremy, go ahead. How's your, how's your daily Triscuit consumption going? I would say a box to a box and a half a day. <laughs> uh, so this is your, these are your uh, new Depression Era rations or a box and a half of Triscuits a day? Right, So, but I will tell you. Who I, likes Triscuits? I mean, who actually really likes Triscuits? Um, the you? host of this show is obsessed yeah, with Triscuits. Hey, Nabisco or whoever the hell makes Triscuits. I don't even care. I just like the Triscuits. Um, hey, whoever makes it, make more. <laughs> make more and, and, and keep allowing Cindy's mother to buy them on sale and then deliver it to me in plastic bags full of Triscuit Just boxes. Original, original Triscuits. And then he gets them stuck in his throat and starts coughing and about an hour later questions if he has COVID-19. That's not true. That happened once. <laughs> the joy the joy of uh, cohabitating in marriage, really. Yeah. It's the little stuff. It's the little stuff. It's the Triscuit consumption. Nice honeymoon, guys, by the way. Um, rather you know, you did go somewhere, but rather than go somewhere, you're, you know, just going to sit in an apartment and uh, stare at each other seven days a week for several months. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And when they say the honeymoon's over. <laughs> yeah. It's not over. Here you are. It's every day. In, in paradise. It's every, every day, day. Cranking the Triscuits. To do but spend time with your spouses. That's just right. S canning Triscuits at an alarming rate. But I will say is that, you know, Back in the days when I couldn't afford Triscuits, I would steal my friend Bernard's saltines. Like he wouldn't notice. <laughs> I love saltines. And I would eat, I would eat you know a sleeve a sleeve of <laughs> tris, of saltines that weren't mine a day back in two thousand one. So the fact that at least we're cohabitating and married, and there are Triscuits that I'm eating all of them. Um, you know, have I grown up a little? Have I not grown up a little? You know, you be the judge. Do you, do you, like, put cheese on them? Do you... Tonight I did. Tonight. Oh, so, so is it Swiss? Is it sometimes cheddar? What's mustard. your... American? Sometimes it was Swiss. Swiss tonight. I've done provolone. I'll do, I'll do American. I did, yeah. I do, I'll do some spicy mustard when I'm in a pinch. Uh, I'll do some pesto sauce when I'm in a pinch. Um, hot sauce. If I'm, I mean, really, I'll just... The Triscuits were really a vessel for whatever condiment I really want in my mouth, but I'm too lazy to make a meal for. Sure. And that's, yeah, I, and that's I mean, real. Triscuits are always like the, the crackers, and I'm like, nah. It's like wheat thins, like, nah. See, I feel like you're either, a, you know, you're clearly a man, both, but people are either wheat thins or Triscuits, and I'm, I don't mind wheat thins, but I'm all, I'm all Triscuits. We may have to put this up for a poll. I think uh, wheat thins and Triscuits week. is next week's poll. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm glad we had a post-show meeting. We, we recorded it live for the folks. Folks, this is what we call bonus content. So, uh, JJ, continue to stick around. Cindy, thank you for being on. Thanks for having me. Uh, JJ, thanks as always. <laughs> and everybody else, go hide your Triscuits or I'm going to come eat them. <laughs> <laughs>